0: everybody welcome to real chills yeah we're back
1: yeah meg
0: (laughs) this was a really fun episode oh my gosh i love pat he's awesome he does everything we have pat george on the episode he does a bunch of stuff through his company baby mermaid productions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we talked about him being haunted by his grandmother in florida and ghost hunting in gettysburg
2: Yeah, his stories are so cool. I've I've never been to Gettysburg. Did you ever take like a school trip out there? Anything like that?
0: You know, I miss the Gettysburg trips because I lived in Texas, but I did take Texas history two different occasions.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that definitely sounds like a fun field trip.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that was like a whole class to take. What about you? So you never went to Gettysburg?
2: I've never done Gettysburg. I went to Catholic school up until high school. So our field trips were much more boring. We would just take a trip out to Amish country and see some sort of Bible play each year. (laughs) Um, Jonah and the Whale, you know, the good stuff. It uh, definitely was haunted, but I think for other reasons, so. (laughs) Haunted by the
0: specter of uh, technology in the future. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Nice. Well, let's get into the episode. Yeah, let's do it. You're listening to Real Chills with Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski.
2: Hey everybody! Welcome to Real Chills. I'm Meg.
0: I'm Alyssa, and this week our guest is our friend Pat George. Yay,
1: Pat! Welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
2: Yeah. Definitely. how How are you? Have you been?
1: Ah, uh, uh, very good. I've I've been my I hurt my shoulder a little bit uh, not too long ago, but other oh, than no. that, I feel like I'm pretty good and enjoying the snow.
2: Yeah. The, the sun or
1: snow? <laughs> no, sorry, the snow. The
2: snow.
1: <laughs> okay, I was snow. like, is it sunny? Where are you? <laughs> now the world is ending. Yeah, I'm here yeah. at the end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I I've been doing great. I've been I've been really uh really good trying to just uh stay busy and, and put out a bunch of stuff. Uh, how about how about you guys? How have you been?
2: Yeah, I'm ready for sun. I'm over the winter. Maybe yeah. that's why I thought you said sun, because okay. I was like, oh my God, is it nice where you are? Because it's dark. Dan is <laughs> loving this snow and I'm just like, I need sunlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you <laughs>
0: I like it when the weather is under 30 degrees because it tells me that it's winter. I don't need it to be that way for long, but it doesn't feel like winter till then. But I mean, right. otherwise things are, you know, no complaints really. Just enjoying being inside, all cozy, just as usual. So,
1: yeah. I'm I'm originally from Florida, so we we moved up here not uh, like six years ago, going on six years, and mm-hmm. and so we still really enjoy the the cold weather and the stuff like that because really, as cold as it gets in Florida for winter or fall is like your guys's fall or spring.
0: Yeah, like, awesome. that, like that's that's yeah. our
1: winters basically.
0: You still yeah. appreciate the novelty. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not tired of it yet.
2: <laughs> so one of my favorite questions to ask in the beginning for our guests is like, what got you into the paranormal? What makes you, are you a skeptic? How do you feel about it? I,
1: I honestly, I, I wish I could, I think it's a fascination uh, with death. Like right. mm-hmm. it could be with just the um, uh, it's, it's I, I honestly contribute it to growing up uh, in a non-religious household. But still having the same uh, maybe uh, uh, moral dilemmas and and like kind of like uh, existential dilemmas. Like so, oh, I, right. I have a lot of the, the same fears of of death and not knowing where I would be going. But I don't have the comfort of saying like heaven. So I so I can't. Oh, wow. like, yeah. So I have this. I kind of turn to like what is after that, and and it started early on. Like, uh, remember? Do you remember that movie, The Crow? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so during that movie uh this is not a spoiler alert it doesn't happen necessarily well it does happen a bunch in the movie but Brandon Lee the actor passed away on yeah. uh, during the filming of that movie mm-hmm. and and I knew that fact before it came out and around that same time my dad also uh passed away. Oh, he, no. uh, yeah he committed suicide. I knew he, that he had committed suicide. So and I remember in the preview to that movie brandon lee at one point as the crow jumps off the top of a building and oh, i was wow. like is that how my dad did it like wow. that's Whoa. how he first thought of like death
2: right interesting oh.
1: sorry but i brought it to the really heavy level no right.
2: this was so <laughs> compelling so soon yeah. <laughs> i mean i it sounds like you take like a scientific approach which is really kind of refreshing because i'm kind of just all in like let's but you're yeah. more like okay well i've <laughs> experienced death from a young age and like What does that actually mean it's kind of Mm. cool yeah
1: Yeah, that was the first dead body i ever saw actually (laughs) was was my dad oh
2: damn i was hoping it was gonna be uh (laughs) yeah the crow i was like please be the crow don't be his dad but it was i'm
1: seeing photos yeah
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh dude i'm sorry man that is brutal that's a formative story yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I re- legitimately, I feel like that is Pat as a, as a paranormal investigator slash interest haver. That's, that's his origin story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not to speak in third person, Jesus. Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually, one of the reasons we're recording at this time is because right before this I'm taking an art of death class. So it's oh. an analysis of a bunch of different topics within desk. It's death. It's a primer of, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a bunch of different stuff. It's super interesting. So oh, wow. people like their, fr- the discussions of how people have their first encounters with death is like really interesting and in how it can shape things. And yeah, interesting.
1: I think that's the thing is, is there, I, I was, I was just made aware of not too long ago of, uh, a, a book, which is going to be tough enough for me, but <laughs> the, I, I like the, I like the concept of, uh, the art of Swedish death cleaning. Have you heard of that? I know you. Okay. So you, yeah, you, you're definitely made aware. It's, it's a weird thing or it's not even a weird thing. It's only weird for some reason because of, I feel like the stigma that a lot of death has It's because it's, it's just preparing to die. You know, it's going to happen. And you make uh, yourself comfortable by making sure everybody like, so like you say, uh, my daughter really loves this lighter. She's always loved my lighter. That was my favorite thing or her favorite thing of mine. And you leave it to her, and she's like, What the fuck is this? I hated the slider. You know what <laughs> I mean? And instead of having that, you just say, What do you want of mine? What do you want? Yeah. What is this? And and it sounds people say it sounds morbid, but it sounds to me, it's like wow that's like the most efficient way you could uh, pass. Like my literally.
2: grandma has been practicing my grandma, she's passed now, but she's been practicing that for years, and we're always like, Okay, <laughs> relax. Yeah. We'll talk about yeah. it later. I think it's such
0: a gift to the people who are like remaining after you're gone to be like, wow, I didn't have to think about this or, wow, there's just so much yeah, 100%. Not stuff left because how many of, I don't know if you've had this experience, but relatives pass, their house is full of shit full. and mm-hmm. it's not worth, it's not that it has to be worth anything monetarily, but it's like not sentimental. They didn't even want it. It's buried in their basement. Like, right. let yeah. it go.
1: I think yeah. that's how hoarders are born. I think that's what it is. I don't know if all hoard hoarding is 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 necessarily uh, from scratch. I think some of it is maybe inherited.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think yeah. you get that,
1: and you don't, and you feel bad throwing it away.
2: There's yeah. a lot of emotional labor in throwing away like a dead loved one's things. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because
1: it'll never be theirs again. Yeah. And like to say that it's trash is this weird thing in our mind that it. it I really do. It's something that I'm really interested. I've been in interested in uh involuntarily from a very young age
2: <laughs> yeah. wow yeah wow that was such a good beginning are you ready to tell your story I know oh yeah we've actually to know you
1: a little bit it, and actually it's funny because that it, it gets us right into this think, <laughs> exact thing of of inheriting someone's clutter yes I that's perfect
0: that. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a convenient segue right <laughs> No, but really, it was just accidental, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it was it really perfect. Went, yeah,
1: it's perfect. But, <laughs> but um, so like I said, I grew up in, in Florida. And um, my whole family, like we were all born up north. And a lot of my family grew up mostly up north. But we, uh, a, a portion of us on my mom's side kind of migrated down to Florida. So my grandparents on my mom's side, as well as my mom and my dad, uh, all lived in Florida. So uh, my mom and dad, like I said, my dad... Uh, later, uh, later on in their relationship, obviously came out as gay and, and they ended up um, uh, separating, but never divorcing because they, they still were trying to keep it as much of a partnership, but didn't live together. Mm-hmm. And much later on, um, my grandmother, after my grandfather had passed away and she became ill, moved into our house. So she was living there in uh, my old bedroom as, and I moved to the uh, new spare bedroom that we made in the back of the house. Uh, She passed away in that room from lung cancer, not long after that. And when we were moving her in, we tried to make the room, not just a teenage boy's room. (laughs) We tried to make it, you know, we put like uh, what I I jokingly referred to her uh, as naked baby um, wallpaper, which were angels and cherubs and stuff like that. Her, you know, her, her bed from her house and her, little medical chair that, you know, moved up and everything like that. So we tried to make it as homey as possible, including her wind chimes that she used to have on her front porch. So it was really cluttered in her room. We tried to fit her whole house into this one room. <laughs> and then much like, I think with a lot of families with, you know, that maybe don't talk about their feelings or maybe don't address issues or anything like that, you know, not long after she passed away, uh, my mom, they didn't really, they just kind of used that room for storage but never really changed it, just kept adding boxes and things into that room. And nobody ever really went into that room. One night, I used to stay up really late. I think like a lot of kids in middle school age, you know, mm-hmm, stay mm-hmm. up really late and watch uh, late night movies on HBO or Cinemax or anything like that. Uh, not all bad, you know, <laughs> not, all, not all the naughty ones, just sometimes. But tonight, that night, it happened to be a naughty one. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I was uh, I was sitting in the living room, and it was it, and it was not. I, I remember this early on too, because hearing the correlation of things, paranormal things happening at three o'clock in the morning, uh, the witching hour, the the right. height of the mm-hmm. I the the spiritual door being open or whatever it may be. Uh, I, I I was sitting there, and I remember everybody's asleep. My mom's room's closed. The cats are in their room. Uh, and I'm just sitting there in the living room, watching the TV. The hallway is behind me and that room is the doors open and there's the lights off, everything like that. I'm sitting there. And all of a sudden I just hear the wind chimes.
2: <gasps> uh, uh.
1: And I was just oh, like, no. and I, and I, and I was frozen. I, I, I don't, I can't accurately say, obviously I didn't time it, but I was sitting there watching TV and immediately hit mute and did a thing where I was like that straightforward stare, listen very intently. Right. Yeah. And I'm like my heart's racing right now, just thinking about it, but like it was, and it was such a steady rhythmic thing. It was almost like, and, and I'm not joking. It was just like somebody doing this, just batting it just sli- lightly just running their hand through it. And I did all of the math immediately. And this is funny because you you said I, I sounded kind of like, or you were wondering if I was a skeptic. I approach things a lot of times like, what could that be?
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: What is that? The cats can't reach that. The air conditioner vent doesn't affect it. None of the windows are open. There's, there, there's nothing that that would be. It's on the roof. Nobody can, it's on the ceiling. I'm the only one that can reach it. You know, like, so... It happened for probably like five minutes.
2: What? And
1: just that, 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 and then just over and over again. And I waited for it to stop. <laughs> I mm-hmm. turned the TV off. I turned the. I ran past that room and and went into my uh, room and just laid there in bed and just tried my best to keep my eyes closed until I fell asleep and hope nothing came because I shared a wall with that room. So I even though I was in my room, I was like, mm. Ghosts, I know they go through that's famous. That's ghost 101. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they go through walls right. all the time. So that was that was a that was a and I told my mom the next day. And I remember the shock that I had. That the thing that made me feel like it was the most legit thing was the fact that when I told my mom, she said, What? Why didn't you wake me up? Oh <laughs> I was like, Oh. It wasn't like you're you're full of shit. You're not. No. What are you talking about? It's probably the when I told her the exact way I told you and she, except for the naughty movie part. And <laughs> I, told her, <laughs> I told her and she was just like, what next time? She said, if that happens again, wake me up. Oh. So I was like, that's crazy. So that that's that was like that's the closest I've come to uh, like directly being there when something happened.
2: Wow. That is actually really, that's like kind of
1: nice. I feel like it it, it wasn't like thinking about it after once my mom said that I wasn't as scared anymore that that would happen again, but I was still like, man, that's like that, that made me, it made me, it made her feel more comfortable. And actually she started sleeping in the living room not long after that.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: yeah, It's kind of, I don't know if that's now that I'm thinking about it. I wonder if that was the reason
2: Hmm.
1: makes sense. Right.
2: Yeah,
1: Yeah,
0: that would totally check out. Yeah. Well, nice. I have so many questions, but I know you have a second story that we want to talk about. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. I hope I didn't go too much over on that one.
2: No, you're doing great. This is totally, yeah.
0: I'm riveted, but I already have all these questions. So
1: So, yeah, uh, I used to host a a podcast. I do uh, host podcasts and, and produce them and record them and, And all that. And uh, I had one for a long time that I was doing with a friend of mine, Chris William, uh, that was called the Buddha Boys. And it was all comedy and philosophy. So it was just basically anything and everything. We we try to talk about any subject. And obviously, I tried to stick to the paranormal or the cryptid uh, Uh whenever possible, (laughs) Um, just because it is what fascinates me the most. It's something that not necessarily... If or it's not necessarily if Bigfoots exist, but is like is there a Bigfoot or is there is it a species and there's Bigfoot the Yeti, you know what I mean? Like is there right. different yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. how we call a mountain lion or a cougar? Uh-huh. So I, I try to think in that sense, but uh, uh, so we had a really big plan that we wanted to do a big investigation in Gettysburg, and because I, again coming from somebody from from florida i moved to pennsylvania and when i visited gettysburg i had the same feeling i have when i visit orlando (laughs) to me it's like it is like it is ghost disney world Mm -hmm. like it's like living near the titanic like so much weird ghostly history has happened here ghastly fucking terrible weird Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. And, and that's all they are now that to me, that's all it is. Like the history of it, like you didn't really solve anything. I, I'm I'm just getting into my personal views now. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a weird, cool, historic place, and mm-hmm. and I do much like Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we wanted to do a, a, a. We looked up the most haunted places, you know, in Pennsylvania, most haunted places anywhere we could find, and Gettysburg always came up on the list. So. We wanted to find, stay at the most haunted hotel if we could and and, and yes. go to places and do a straight up investigation, which, uh-huh. by the way, I found you have to be very careful with. Because in Gettysburg, if you are caught ghost hunting, you are technically relic hunting, If that, which is the same Whoa. as if you're on their property trying to steal, like, straight up, if you found, like, a, a Civil War, you know, uh, belt buckle and you Whoa. try to put it in your pocket it's but they do not acknowledge that it's haunted <laughs>
2: uh, of course not <laughs> weird loophole
1: yeah it's like this weird thing where you can't go there so so obviously you know it, you're we we go to uh i wish i could remember the name of the bridge i apologize but all the, all the hot spots. you just ask people around, you give them, you know, slip them a dollar You say, Hey buddy, where's the, where's the most haunted spots? Mm. Um, we even went to our hotel room and asked for the most haunted room. You know, That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> So any of that stuff, we were like, just pour it on baby. So we set up a, a microphone. I set up a, a condenser mic in the, our room while we were gone to have it record the entire time while we were gone and uh, just sitting right in the middle of the room And we would make sure that we were doing some kind of investigating while we were out doing investigating. Uh, It recorded the whole time. When I got back to the room, I went through all of the footage and just basically skimming the thing. Anytime there was a spike, making sure I'm checking it out, anything I could find. And we, we caught something and it was some weird sound where I was like, this is, this is a spike, not like any other spike that I'm catching. Mm -hmm. I have to check this out. And it sounded like something that hits the mic. Sounds like something walking in the room, walking through the room and even through the mic. Whoa. I was like, whoa, that's that's weird. So we go up to when we were checking out of the room, we didn't tell the the person they were checking out afterwards. We said, uh, what you know, has there anything, has anything happened in the room that you gave us? We're in this room over here. I know when we asked, we asked for the most haunted room, they said it's either this one or this one. We said, what, what exactly, why, why would you say that this is one of the two most haunted rooms here? And he says, uh, the, uh, a couple of weeks ago, this kid said he woke up in the middle of the night and he saw a ghost march right through from the parking lot, right through the bathroom door. They just marched, we walked through the wall and walked through the other side of the room. Whoa. And I said, what the fuck are you talking? <laughs> I, and so I was like, that was what it was. Because you can hear in the clip that I, I sent you guys, mm-hmm. I have a, I have the clips actually here if you want me to play them.
0: Yeah. yeah. Play it.
1: You can hear at the beginning of the clip, the ghost is actually hits, you can hear the doorknob mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. rattle. You can, it's one of those, not a, not a circular doorknob, but the one of the ones that is like a handle that you, like a bathroom door and most. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll play you the original audio. This is, this has been untouched. This okay. was just, I, 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 I turned it up. But, uh, and then I'll play you the bass boost so you can actually hear when it bumps into the thing. So here's the first version for you. So it's probably kind of harder to hear probably over uh, zoom here, but I will play you the heightened version. Maybe it'll help a little bit. Let me
0: play yeah. this here.
1: So it's, it's a little bit more clear.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And,
1: uh, and, and essentially, it's, uh, now, in that happened. Uh, we did a, a big reveal at, uh, on the Buddha Boys when we uh, went through all the evidence that we had and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I played uh, different versions. I didn't want to, to take all of the clips here, but we were expecting the maintenance man. So I knew at some point the maintenance guy was going to show up. So I, I have a clip of him uh, also coming in and walking out of the room. So uh, just to make sure that it didn't sound anything like that. So this is the maintenance guy. Maintenance. looking for the ghost. You need to go to room 226. (laughs) Breakfast house. Breakfast house. Yeah, and then you... (laughs)
0: That's a central Pennsylvania accent if I've ever heard one.
1: Oh, that's my that's my favorite. If you're looking for the ghost, go. <laughs> He's
2: not even like, I don't know anything about ghosts. He's like, oh, just part of the job description. Yeah, the guest breakfast house. He just opens they up told me the to door. Send you. He's a microphone. He's like, oh, you're looking for the
0: ghost. <laughs>
1: Yeah. 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 So I I think, cause uh, in the, what I, what I tried to do in that episode and it was, it is still, I made sure that it was still live. It was episode 71. It's from like November of 2018 on the Buddha boys uh, podcast feed. We go over a lot of the spirit box. We found some really interesting spirit box things where uh, the one, somebody over by one of the bridges says my co-host named Chris William. Exactly.
2: And
1: and it's like it's or he he says actually he goes by Chris William but he says his real name, not Uh, Chris. So like he goes by Chris William because he's a teacher and he also does comedy. So he doesn't mm -hmm. want to use. He goes by his he's the ghost says his legal name, which is fucking again. If you believe in spirit box stuff, which I can I can go back and forth with sometimes. There was some audio that we caught that was so weird that it's not just it was unexplainable at the least Mm -hmm. if you don't want to ghosts, that's cool but there was something weird that happened so uh again we go over a lot of the stuff of people walking by the room going up and down the stairs that were near our room and nothing sounds like the ghost that hits the doorknob sounds like it comes from the parking lot Mm -hmm. hits that doorknob first uh touches the the microphone when it's walking past and then the sound goes away as it walks through the wall. I, you know, I don't know.
0: It kind of sounded like footsteps anyway, like marching footsteps. Maybe I'm right. biased because that's what I was like kind of listening for, but yeah.
1: But the fact that we caught that and we are like, it sounds like somebody walking through our room and bumping into this mic. And then yeah. we asked later on what exactly makes this room haunted to you. And they said, there was a marching ghost. And I go, well, guess what? We. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What's interesting to me, too, is like it's I know this is like a small difference, but it's not like when you hear someone just walking and it's like like a quick walk or like like footsteps up the stairs or something. It's mm-hmm. when I listen to it, like on my phone, it's clearly a march mm-hmm. like you don't hear it like in the middle, like right at the end, you hear where it's like left, 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 right, left, like you can hear. There's like a, actu- there's
1: a cadence to it, yeah. yeah. an
2: actual cadence that's not just like someone say the maintenance man came back, which would be super creepy, but like it's not like <laughs> a normal, back. yeah.
1: <laughs> it's forgot. not like a normal
2: walk. It's like an actual like old school march, which is and, so uh,
1: cool. And something we brought up in the episode too is you can kind of hear metal clanging, so it almost yeah. sounds like a, a store, yeah. possibly like some kind of canteen, yeah. something hanging off their belt, and, and it, it's just one of those things that it didn't sound like ladies walking by. We we talked about these. Uh, uh ladies that were walking by the room and going up the stairs when the w- maintenance guy even walks up to the room you don't hear him until he's at the door so yeah he gets stuff on his belt like i'm i'm trying i'm trying to debug it or debunk it as much as possible but i was like man this i think we caught a friggin' marching ghost <laughs> yeah. we did video all throughout the night and didn't catch anything so it, it was it was definitely it felt like we actually caught something really interesting there
0: that's so cool i love cool. it did you ever find out why the other room was haunted?
1: No, I actually, you know what? That's a really good point. I, I kicked myself later on. I wish I almost called to to say like I wanted to find out like okay, we got a marching ghost, but what does the other one get?
2: Yeah. What does the other yeah. one
1: like a hanging ghost or we get yeah. uh, you know. I but mean not,
0: part 2 not, coming soon. Ex-
1: hey, exactly. Hey, I got plenty of podcasts that I can do plenty of ghost investigations.
0: <laughs> I love this
1: thank you so much
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this
1: is it was it was uh this was have you guys actually done a, a, a an investigation show
0: you haven't yeah it's on our list yeah it's on our list
1: yeah i was trying to think of the what's the what's the weird centralia or something like yeah. that like, yeah. uh, place is weird. Is or uh there's like there's definitely lots of places that have really great like uh I, I, again those lists any of those lists i, I had a bunch of them I actually keep notes on my phone of like haunted places and stuff to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you ever been out to uh, Western Pennsylvania for that kind of no, stuff?
1: No, not, no, not for that. No.
0: Okay. Here's the trip that I proposed to Meg. Once we can like travel more safely is Kecksburg, Pennsylvania, where they have like the acorn UFO. Hmm, then wow. we get donut pizza at Joey. I used to live in Pittsburgh. So I have all these like biases of places I want to be eating at. <laughs> then we get to Joey's for donut pizza. The place where they filmed *Night of the Living Dead* is like now underwater, so
1: Monroe Mall.
0: uh, That was *Dawn of the Dead*, which is a mall that I used to shop at. So yes, that that's on the list. You can go to like a Panera there; it's fine. But I've been there. (laughs) The original *Night of the Living Dead* was filmed um, at this like cemetery that's like I think it's partially underwater now. It's like really messed up. So that's a place there's this one place I went to. Yeah. So there's a bunch of places out in Western Pennsylvania. Yeah. We're gonna But you go top to the them. whole weekend off with falling water.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's
1: that?
0: It's basically just like, I mean, there is a a an apparent ghost that might be there, but it's more known because it's the house that's built into the waterfall.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um it was in the middle of the woods. Yeah. yeah. It's built by Frank Lloyd Frank Lloyd Wright. I'll share my screen real quick.
1: Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah, and you're allowed seeing- to, you can visit that? Yeah, I mean, it's like, a museum can- now.
0: Basically. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like the grounds are beautiful too. You can just walk around this big grounds. People get married at Falling Water. It's kind of like sinking. So they get work done to it every couple years.
1: Well, it was built on a waterfall, So that might, I just thought it was a <laughs> really nice Airbnb.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I think this would be like a great, like no matter what, like you go to try to see the ghost of Falling Water, but either way, like you don't leave disappointed because yeah, i've yeah. never been but it's out in western pennsylvania
1: i forgot that I've, I've also i also went to eastern state penitentiary in hopes to finding something mm-hmm. that was that was one of the most compelling pieces of evidence i saw on ghost adventures mm-hmm. yeah. something mm-hmm. something some weird ghost running upstairs or something It was really cool that's something has got all the ghosts. you guys you guys are cool with uh you guys are flush with dead people Yep.
2: yeah <laughs> it's because it's
1: old we don't have a lot of uh, ground in Florida too, so we don't we can't you know we can't stack them up like you guys can.
0: I mean, <laughs> if a person gets eaten by a gator, do they get to also haunt that place? Or
1: <laughs> that was a great question we had once on the on GDP. We did. Uh, I we I asked my wife if you could choose a place to haunt. If you had the choice mm-hmm. when you die, where where or who would you want to haunt? Mm-hmm. And she and she chose our kitchen. So that she could cook, still cook me meals, which I was like, I don't like this. This does <laughs> not And then I was like, and, and then also poison my next wife. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah.
2: That's so funny. Oh, I love that. Nice. Nice. Were you close with your grandma? I, w-
1: I was, but not like, um, but like, not like super close. Like I didn't have like a, a super. I didn't have a more special bond with her than I don't think any other, the other grandkids, you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. But I, it wasn't that I wasn't, wasn't close with her. I just didn't have that kind of like uh super duper strong relationship. So I, so that's what my, that was my interest with it was, was, why was she doing that for, for me? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, except for the fact of maybe it was kind of like a, Hey, you know what? I actually did like you the most. <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe it was like, Hey, get this shit out of my room. <laughs>
1: like, <yeah. laughs> wow, okay. Something in my chair, get it the hell out of here.
0: <laughs> That's did, a great you, point. did you happen to note note, or maybe your mom might've noticed if there was a special date of significance to when this oh. happened.
1: No. And I think, I think she did try to think of something because there was, I know that there didn't seem to be one with us. Like we didn't do anything in the house that day. Yeah, but it didn't. It didn't seem like any different of a of of a day. You know what I mean? But or I, if it was I, she, like
0: her birthday or something.
1: No, 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 it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't like her birthday or anything. Because I think there, there, it was. It wasn't even like a full. Well, you know what? I actually, I I think she would have. My mom would have brought something up like that. Yeah. It, but she, I, she searched for it. Like when I told her, she was like, "Yesterday, what was yesterday?" But also, her first reaction was more just. So maybe, maybe there was, I I would actually have to ask her that to see later on because I think she was kind of in shock. Yeah. You know, there was probably a a good level of shock. So if there was a significant date, I I definitely would have to do more research into that.
2: Is your mom like very into the paranormal?
1: Um, she, she's not super into it, but I know that she doesn't necessarily have like, again, we didn't, we weren't a very religious household. So she has more of a, Uh, I think that's kind of when I learned that too was that when I told my mom that, and she was, she had that, uh, I, I I do know that later on when she moved into the next house that she's when she's living in right now, she says how uncomfortable she feels in the hallway. And I had that same feeling. Uh And I remember finding out that, um, a lady that used to live there that sold my mom the house said that her mom had passed away in that house so it was almost like this we share weird mom ghost energy i guess <laughs> but yeah I, I there is it's really interesting yeah i don't i think that's when i discovered she wasn't averse to it
0: yeah
1: you know interesting.
2: did
0: you hear the chimes as like kind of constant or like a back and was there like a pattern to it or did they get like louder at one point and then start to die down
1: no it was almost like um almost as if you were like passing time like or not passing time but just kind of like a like a little kid trying to annoy you yeah yeah like kind of like a you know like like Mm -hmm. i'm bored you know that kind of no real tempo or or uh uh kind of pattern to it okay but yeah, it, it, was, it, was, uh, it was just out of nowhere. And it wasn't particularly loud. It, did, it was one of those things that this was before, um, this was I think still during the brick years, the Nokia brick years. Nice, of cell nice. Fun. So there wasn't even necessarily a really good chime, like ringtone that that could even be. You know, nowadays that there's like plenty of iPhones or other smartphones that probably have a ringtone that would sound similar to it that you could get it confused with. Sure. But this is very distinct. This was somebody batting a fucking wind chime.
0: <laughs> I cannot wait to be haunted by ringtones of idiots. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. That's going to be excellent.
1: <laughs> very uh, yeah, that's great.
0: Man, I have more questions about Gettysburg, but I feel like people should listen to the episode that you have, which we'll put Agreed. in our show notes because that's going to tell you so much more. Like It's so interesting.
1: Ask away, yeah. Ask away.
0: Would you go back to Gettysburg at this point to do like a kind of a part two?
1: I want to stay. I want to. I would like to get like uh like as much footage as not only more the the more that I know about sound and video uh, recording, editing, and and production and stuff like that. I would love to go back and and do more. And also realize once I found that thing out about uh there being relic hunting and they could be get you know like that kind of freaked me out so like we were trying to be kind of low-key but i I don't think anybody is actually really i think they just don't want you breaking into a place to do a a thing but as many buildings as i can get into that are as haunted as possible that are safe i want to stay and i want to go to so absolutely Mm -hmm. i would go back there in a heartbeat every time i drive through gettysburg i get excited
2: i want to go so bad like
1: I'm I hey if you guys want to do a live on location episode.
2: We I should love that. Uh, what
0: I was gonna say is I would have loved um Revolutionary War field trips as a as like a child who grew up in Pennsylvania so much more if we were also looking for ghosts. Yeah. Looking for like how to make Johnny cakes and shit like that. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like this seems kind of like the last time we did this.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there is a weird, there is a weird uh like like there's one thing that they have there that they say is it looks like the statue of Lincoln mm-hmm. or something. Have you seen that? I was like, okay. <laughs> like, was like, what else you got?
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I'm on a
1: I'm on a ghost tour right now. You're on my you're on my time here. <laughs>
2: right.
1: Go <laughs> to the door where they cut all the limbs off. That was fucking cool as shit. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I would do, I would go back there. I I would I even thought about moving there just. In hopes of getting a haunted house.
2: (laughs) We should do like a long, we should do like a four day, like weekend out there.
1: And I think that's key too. try to find an Airbnb because obviously the, you know, the uh, quality in or the best in or the Western in or whatever they are, are all going to say they're the most haunted hotel. I feel like we got one because we, we searched an independent list. Mm-hmm. We didn't look, you know we didn't ask the hotel are you very haunted like yeah right we, we asked somebody else when we got there we we're like what's the haunted we're already getting a room here guys but what's the most haunted
0: <laughs> i will say the thought of being with a bunch of comedians in an airbnb after a year of pandemic i am so for that idea <laughs> i don't care where we go like, we want to rent awesome. an airbnb next to helium fine like i will go anywhere <laughs>
1: We can bring a Ouija board anywhere, damn it.
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh man. I love this so much. Uh Heck thank yeah. you for sharing these stories. These were excellent. And the what about your grandmother was so interesting.
1: Yeah, it's really it it was it was one of the more unique experiences I had growing up that really stuck with me. That memory is so vivid in my mind.
2: Yeah. Wow.
1: Have you ever felt emotions? Then do we have the podcast for you. Feel Feelings is a weekly podcast where comedians Danny Getz and George Bruderman sit down with some of the funniest, emotionally distraught people, i.e. comedians, they know, and talk feelings. Every Friday, hear very funny people reminisce on Ren and Stimpy, worry about the Wizard of Oz, and emote over their emo phase. Check out Feel Feelings with Danny and George, a show about feelings and the things that make you feel them.
0: I know Meg
2: has a story that's I do. Uh, yeah. We're going to keep this scary Gettysburg train rolling. I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, so since you brought a story from Gettysburg, I decided to look more into the city's haunted history. It is considered one of the most haunted places in all of the United States. Uh, obviously, it's believed that soldiers who pass in battle during the Civil War have remained. So there's one story, a few sources reported on that I thought I'd open with. My main source for this story is an article titled A Ghost at Gettysburg, Pennsylvania Hall and Civil War Medicine by M.B. Henry. It was a late day for two administrators at Gettysburg College. They'd been working in the old dorm part of the school, which is one of the few original buildings on campus. They must have gotten caught up in grading and administrative work for the school as everyone else seemed to have left for the night. When the two were finally done with their work, they packed all their things and quickly headed over to the elevator. They were currently on the fourth floor. Walking the old halls like usual, the women were not afraid of any dark corners or flickering lights they might come across. This is the old building after all. They jump on the elevator and maybe even talk about their weekend plans. One woman clicks the button for floor one. The old elevators creaks and slowly drops. Suddenly the women notice that the elevator has not stopped at the first floor but continued to the old musty basement. The same woman begins clicking the buttons to try and correct the malfunction. As she's doing so, the elevator doors open and they're no longer at the college. When they look out, they see a scene of chaos and carnage. The room is filled with dismembered and dying Civil War soldiers. They hear the men screaming and crying and begging for help. They see exhausted medical professionals covered in blood running from one patient to the next. They're crudely helping the soldiers the best they can. Some soldiers are even being amputated. The walls and floor are covered in blood. The women in the elevator scream at the sight before them and begin slamming on the elevator buttons. Then one of the medical orderlies from the encounter looks up as if they can see the women. He begins to walk towards them when the elevator door shuts and begins to ascend to the first floor. They quickly find a school security guard and report what they have seen. All three go back down to the basement only to find nothing. Just a dusty, boring old basement. Holy shit.
0: Dun, Wait, dun,
2: Okay, the, uh, this is an account I rewrote in story form, but this is like a true account that came from Gettysburg College in the 1980s. <laughs> the 1980s. Michael Jackson was a thing. Anyway, after people heard of the stories, others came forward to confirm they too had this exper- experience in the basement. So this wasn't like a one-time thing. There are a few other reportings of this happening. Um, and the college buildings were said to have been used as a hospital for both sides during the Civil War. Wow, wow, wow. Right? Isn't that story amazing? They, like, jumped wow. back in time.
1: Fucking crazy.
2: Yeah. There's so both many sides. other stories. Like <laughs> <laughs> both sides. So
0: many other stories like this, like the mm-hmm. two people who went to Versailles in France and, like, mm-hmm. were brought back into time. And that was, like, in the early 1900s or late 1800s. And there's, like, been a couple other stories of people where they, like, step into another moment of time.
2: It time slips. slips. Yeah. It's, it's so slippery. creepy. It really makes yeah. you wonder if you're actually like, if like, you know how they say time is linear and it's like all sitting on top of itself and you're kind of like seeing thin places or if it's like the energy was just so negative in that one moment of just pure like chaos and pain that it just like imprinted on the basement and you're watching a recreation of the energy that happened at that time.
1: Yeah, that that's something that I I had a weird, one of my weird theories that I've tried to work out like over the years like it's you know and doing the trying to figure out what happens when you die i mm-hmm. had a weird theory where it's just like just parallel universes kind of thing of like it's almost like a frequency kind of thing like a, you know you've heard that before where it's like uh it's almost like a radio kind of thing uh so i it, it's something where when you dream you're visiting the afterlife and and basically that's where ghosts in the paranormal, you're just visiting that parallel, right? You, mm-hmm. you get there and you wake, it seems like a nightmare or a dream because you're just, fuck is going on. And that, I can't remember how how I had it, but it was essentially that same idea of like just blinking and you, it's not necessarily complete place. It's just, just changing your brain a little bit. And now you can see different things. So maybe they all kind of did that same thing weird it's a weird theory but like if they're actually having these experiences i can't imagine that that's that weird of a theory anymore Mm-mm. unless mm-hmm. we're all weird in the same way
0: <laughs> i feel like we should talk about astral projection and also swedish death cleaning we'll talk about this afterwards <laughs> sounds
1: great we'll do that we'll do that and be for.
2: Yeah, yeah, in the Airbnb. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, okay. Here's my brief history lesson. I made it short because one, I don't care. I mean, I care about history, but <laughs> okay, Meg. The don't more me. I get, the more I get into okay. it. The more I know. Andy Lane will sense I'm saying something wrong and just listen to this one part of this one episode and then text me about how stupid I am. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to keep it very concise so I don't say anything wrong or stupid. Okay. The Battle of Gettysburg was a huge tipping point in the Civil War. Confederate General Lee was coming off a big win at Chancellorsville and had continued moving his troops into Pennsylvania. The Confederates met the Union soldiers on July 1st and the battle began. The battle was an incredibly violent three-day three-day affair and at the end of it there were 51,000 casualties with 7,000 pronounced dead and that was when I learned that casualties didn't mean deaths it just means like injuries and deaths
1: Uh, oh I didn't know
2: yeah Hmm. this was the most violent and had the most losses of any battle in the civil war uh it's also considered the turning point because uh, it was the change in morale the south was very like beaten down by this and the north kind of got a little like hopeful (laughs) for the first (laughs) time okay yeah and there was also one lone civilian death reported at the battle of gettysburg on the third and final day of battle An unsuspecting woman was trying to live life as normal. She had gone to stay with her mother. (laughs) Wait, isn't that always the way? (laughs) (laughs) That's how it always happens. You're just trying to get through your motherfucking day. Shit, Finding your own damn business. (laughs) Yep. Uh, She had gone to stay with her mother on the outskirts of town to avoid the battle. Unfortunately, as soldiers pushed forward, it surrounded them. She woke up, got ready for the day and began making bread. As she was in her kitchen preparing the ingredients, one stray bullet came through the door and hit her in the back, killing her instantly. She was only 20 years old. According to the article, Jenny Wade, Bread Martyr, See the Bullet Hole by RoadsideAmerica.com, her mother saw her fall and sadly informed the rest of the family, your sister is dead. After this, the family took cover with Jenny's body in the basement of the house. Many hauntings have been seen at the house. According to the website Civil War Ghosts, witnesses have claimed over the years that they've seen her walking through the home as well as spotted her wandering the surrounding countryside. With so many visitors obtaining photographic evidence and EVPs, this is considered the most haunted place in Gettysburg. Oh, nice. Yeah, there's also this weird legend at the house that if you're an unmarried woman and you stick your ring finger into the bullet hole of the door, you'll you'll end up getting married pretty soon oh after. romantic yeah and apparently there have been many success stories
1: <laughs> i
2: thought that was so creepy
1: Wait, was, she married? was she married
2: at all she so the story goes that she died and then like two days late she was engaged to a union soldier who died like two days later okay
1: mm-hmm. it's so I... I, i've been there i've been to i ate at a place right underneath the jenny Wade, or right next to the jenny wade house uh really I, I, i've seen the bullet hole i didn't put my i didn't like uh, you know, put my finger in there or anything, but well, think- you're not
0: an unwed lady, so yeah. you also, know, you don't need if it. I had a dick, I would a thousand percent try to get <laughs> <try> out <to> of <laughs> my over dick there. This Yeah, yeah I I'm just saying, that if I had a you. penis, I would a thousand percent try, just try. Yeah,
1: <laughs> if I do, and I didn't even think of that, that's
0: brilliant. I <laughs> mean, <laughs> this is why we need to revisit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's nuts. I think that, that that one civilian death, I think, is first of all, probably a lie. I think I think there's definitely the like if you consider the manner of warfare at that time, there wasn't a lot of accuracy. So yeah, one gray bullet. That's yeah, why every
2: three. there were multiple sources that said she was the lone civilian.
1: Yeah, the, I think that's they thought of a nice story, and they're like, we gotta have some kind of sunny side to this because I, I it's there's there's really every part of this ends with somebody getting shot. And right. even a nice story ends with somebody getting shot, but at least you get- <laughs> in <laughs> front
2: of her whole family while she's just trying to make some goddamn bread. Yeah. bread. I, I misheard what you
0: were saying, Meg, and I literally thought at one point you said bread martyr. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I was like, that's the perfect way to describe I, her. Well, no, I did say that because that's the title of an article. I, you know, even I <laughs> I know we have to source these articles that we get these stories from, but they always like just give away all of the stuff that I want to use as suspense.
1: Uh, and yeah, i'm yeah. just
2: trying my best to get through it <laughs> i love yeah. it i love the concept of bread martyr yeah, yeah i
1: love lower your standards to theirs you know
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well i thought this house was interesting because when it has that weird finger in the whole legend like they just keep repainting the door and they can't keep it painted because that's how often people are like oh just sticking their fingers in there. Or dicks, um,
1: or dicks we found out. It or possibly,
2: dicks. yeah, dicks as Neither well. Dicks. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm the first person to come up with that idea. <laughs>
1: I mean, kind of the fact that I have one and I didn't think of it, I, I would agree with you. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah. I, I plan on not getting arrested for relic hunting, but indecent exposure next time I go to gifts.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Very reasonable. <laughs> Um, So I don't have much more. I just, I thought I'd end on a a bittersweet fun fact from that same Civil War ghost website. Nearly 20 years after the death of her daughter, the United States Senate awarded Mary Wade with a pension. This was because it was deemed that Jenny had been killed while serving the Union, baking bread for their soldiers. A bittersweet victory for the Wade family, but a kind, if like gesture from the Senate. So that's Kind of a cool fact. They they considered her what? What were you gonna say, Pat? I was gonna you say, have a
1: thought. Taking away her one and only <laughs> thing. He's that no longer a given.
2: civilian.
1: <laughs> they couldn't just give her that. <laughs> oh, by the way, she died on our side, so that's actually, she fun. was Union. <laughs> yeah, you know, no big deal, but she was baking bread for us, so technically, that's one of ours.
2: <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, I wanted to include one soldier esque story and one like civilian story and this one came up as the only one so i was like okay i guess both? yeah Yeah. why not
1: that that elevator one is nuts to me like if that like i i I am somebody that always likes to say like if that's true i watch a a internet you know ghost top five shows all the time and like i'm like if that's true that's fucking nuts
2: (laughs) yes that is the coolest thing i've ever heard i hate to say it but that's that's crazy. crazy
1: That's like, Dope as hell. <laughs> that's like, that's like waking up in a Slayer video, man. That's fucking nuts.
2: Can you imagine ever <laughs> using an elevator again
1: after that? Or, or just assuming like, you know how sometimes somebody hits a button, you hit a button and it comes to your floor and you stop and then you're going down and then you just forget that there's other floors. Yeah. You're like, no, I hit one. Why is it stopping at two? You're like, <laughs> and, and then it opens every time that happens from now on you're going to be like what's going to happen on the other side Holy of this shit. store yeah and yeah. it's just like another person at the hotel and you're like oh okay
0: okay I'm very concerned about the elevator game because that's a game an urban legend that I won't play mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you talked about that
1: have you you guys probably have talked about Elisa Lam I'm sure that, that a little bit element. we touched upon yeah. it Mm-hmm. But that's that's another thing. That's another elevator thing. Uh, another the next thing we were gonna do on the Buddha Boys before we uh, we took we are on indefinite hiatus, so it's not mm-hmm. over yet. But uh, was the elevator game? We needed to find a hotel. We wanted to find the most haunted hotel with enough rooms of floors that you could play that game because it's it's nuts. And and the elevator game, man, we have so many busy. We have so many episodes we got to do, guys. <laughs>
0: So I'm many excited for this episodes. crossover. I'm yeah. very excited. I love this, Meg. This makes me. I we always talk about like, oh, we should go to Gettysburg. But like, yes. every time we talk about Gettysburg, I'm like more invested in it.
2: Yeah. Well, after this, like, literally, it was there was so much. So I kept the Gettysburg thing short. I'm sure there's a lot of people who are from there or big fans of it that are going to listen to this and be like, wow you barely even did it, which is very true. But at the same time, there was just so much. It felt like it felt like every like the the college, the Gettysburg College, top 10 list of most haunted colleges. I felt like every landmark, like, you know, like their libraries, the most haunted library, their school is, you know. So I was like, there's so much to choose from. I just I picked my favorites. So that's where so there's so much for us to do there. Alyssa, that was just like the tip of the super morbid. Awful iceberg.
0: <laughs> TV show pitch. It's like a head-to-head battle, but two groups have to prove that their location is the most haunted library. We go to two of I the most it. haunted places, and then you have to, like, prove uh, or go against the other team. Or
1: That's what I think. Or a Bachelor-style ghost uh, uh, wedding uh, series. <laughs> where, a, where 25 ladies stick their finger in a hole and- <laughs> The first one that gets married wins.
0: Oh, I love that. I like that. I mean, why not both?
1: (laughs) Yeah, bonus round. We need a tiebreaker. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, sweet. This was excellent. Thank you so much for the story, Meg. Heck yeah. Yeah, That was
1: awesome. Those those were incredibly spooky. And like, again, if they were real, holy fuck.
2: I want the (laughs) elevator one to be real so bad because it confirms so many things for me of just like energy and like multiple timelines and shit that I'm like, yes.
1: And that's the elevator to play the elevator game in.
2: Yeah. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) All floors one through four.
0: (laughs) 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 Nice. I have a quick side question before we get into our game, which is you mentioned that you like to talk about cryptids. Pat, what's your favorite cryptid? Uh,
1: I I really do kind of go back and forth. But as of right now, I'm really, I'm usually, I'm a Bigfoot fanatic i love i love uh, again the the elements of is it a just a breed of ape that is uh, all over the world or is there bigfoot like is he like a celebrity like share you know what i mean uh-huh. like is there just one uh-huh. bigfoot that lives live forever that kind of goes throughout so i like uh-huh. hearing just people's even their theories on that but i like uh-huh. that or aliens i know it's not necessarily uh-huh. good, but um and mothman mothman's a big yeah
0: fan. mothman's a good Give one it. Nice. What about you guys? you
1: guys? what's your what's your go-to?
2: I mean, we all know mine. I yeah, think. our listeners know this, but we'll go real quick. No, go <laughs> I ahead. did a whole mini episode on Pennsylvania State Cryptid, which is the squonk. Have I told you about this? This guy?
1: Yeah. Is that their version of the, the of the Sasquatch? No, 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 no. It's no, way, no. It's it's way, way different. different. So this is it's something that emo. only
2: like 1900s lumberjacks would find deep in the hemlock forest and it's a little creature and it's it's got saggy skin and like warts and it's kind of pig-like what? and it it's so sad because of how ugly it is that it can't stop crying it just cries and cries and cries and its only power is that if it gets overwhelmed or too sad it cries and cries and cries and it disappears into the its puddle of tears and bubbles
1: it's like a pokemon
2: yeah, it's so great. I love that's it. That's my new
1: favorite. That's my answer. That's my new favorite.
2: <laughs> the squonk.
1: I'm up. It. Holy yeah. fuck, that's amazing. I'm going squonk hunting.
2: Yes. Uh apparently yeah. it's it's better to hunt the uh hunt them in colder weather because of the whole tears being frozen and stuff. they they move slower.
1: Outside, Meg.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, now's now's the, time. the time. We all have tomorrow off work. We <laughs> <love doing> <laughs>
0: I'm a classic uh fan of nessie i like sea yeah. monsters and lake yes. monsters yeah classic. i'm just i like them all but nessie was the one that i started with and i feel wait do you have a Loch Ness monster tattoo no. because
1: one of my oh, go crackin is, is, is that was my favorite because uh the giant squid was uh it was folklore mm-hmm. in what like uh, like for 2014 i think when they captured that one in in japan yeah so like that was one of my fa- that was like magic to me, that mm-hmm. was like finding a giant squid. So there was legitimately squids that fought with whales at some point. Mm-hmm. All that and imagine seeing that at that time. It's very much a historical thing, and I think, like you said, lo- Loch Ness is a, a big one like that too. It's like historical.
2: Yeah, and
0: like if the Loch Ness monster's dead, like that is makes it even more interesting that it, he was there or. They were there for a time. Um, I love the idea that giant squid were gentrified into like moving into the bottom of the ocean. They just had to go down. Yeah. <laughs> there's It'll just too many this. ships now. They're like, no, 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 no. Nah, nah. Yeah. Because I doing have this. a Loch Ness monster. Well, it's a plesiosaur skull, but it's because they thought the Loch Ness monster was a plesiosaur.
1: Right. So, so, like, yeah. That's so that's I that. have
2: my cryptid tattoo. Guess I got to get a squonk, you guys. It's going to be yeah. real ugly. But
1: like there's some days where I feel like a squonk. And yes, that's <laughs> why I love it. I you feel like a thwunk, sometimes you don't.
0: Uh, so we're going to play a quick game of Haunt, Mary Kill, which Woo. is a favorite of ours. But we're going to do it a little differently this time. We thought we'd mix it up. So mm-hmm. what each of us are going to do is we're going to come up with one person or thing, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's a place. Just come up with anything. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to offer it into the Haunt, Mary Kill, and then we're all going to tell each other how we'd rank them of the three.
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So everyone has uh, their person in mind for haunt, Mary kill. Um, let's put them, uh, let's put the pool together. Who do you have for us, Pat?
1: I would have to say Jenny Wade. She sounded yeah. Uh,
2: yeah.
1: Kind of like a real keeper. She can bake, obviously she can, make bread. Uh, she can make bread. She's obviously dedicated to her husband. She, she knew he was going to die. So she decided to, to go with him. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, she just seems like, yeah, I think, uh, yeah. Nice. Sweet. How about you guys?
2: Matt, go ahead. I picked the maintenance man at Pat's hotel. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like a keeper to me. Yeah.
1: So. Andy, you know, obviously he knows how to fix stuff. He knows, <laughs> all, he knows all the cool haunted spots. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was so close to what I was going to suggest. Because uh, oh, no. I was going to suggest the um the person who works the desk at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> so regardless of what happens, you're marrying somebody who's like, you, we all have to move to Gettysburg. We're all
2: moving to of- Gettysburg. Yeah,
1: I think that's all. Yeah, that's definitely decided at this point. <laughs> Gettysburg is a place to go.
0: Yeah. Hotel desk attendant is what I'll put down. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. All right. So uh, who would like to go first? Who would you haunt? Who would you marry? And who would you kill?
1: Oh, man. This is, this is a really good one because, uh, yeah, I think, I, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, I don't sure. Go
0: ahead. Sure.
1: So, yeah, I would haunt, I feel like I would haunt the maintenance guy. Uh, I would marry uh Jenny Wade so I can get on the news. Uh-huh. And I would kill the desk attendant so he never knew I stayed there
0: <laughs> 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 no paper <trail>. Nice. nice. <laughs> wait do you think that by that logic you would have to die two days later after Jenny Wade
1: <gasps> oh, no. oh no yeah I, well, I don't know
0: for sure because in this scenario you know
1: yeah I, I don't know I see and also does the maintenance guy have to put his finger in the, the hole first, first. <laughs> <laughs> It's called a, the Jenny Hole, and I was like, wait a minute, that's not right. It's yeah, a bullet- I
2: wouldn't. It's a bullet
1: hole. <laughs> I mean, it's a bullet hole.
2: The bullet hole, yeah.
0: <laughs> nice. Mike, do you want to go next?
2: Yeah, I, um, I think I would marry that maintenance man. He just sounded like a good Pennsylvania dude that knows how to fix stuff and talk about ghosts.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, we could have a nice, simple Gettysburg life, is how I'm feeling about that.
1: <laughs> and then I would... <laughs> He could patch up that damn hole.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we'd get it fixed.
1: Move into into Jenny's house.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He probably has like an old basset hound somewhere. I'm all about it. I'm all in on him. Uh uh And uh, uh then I would haunt Jenny Wade because how do you haunt a ghost, bitch? I want to know. I'm going to do it. She's going to be haunting people and I'm going to be like, I don't think so. And then I'm going to haunt. Also, I don't have the heart to kill her again. She already got killed. (laughs) And then I would hit, kill the hotel desk attendant Because how dope would it be to be like Like ticketed in by a dead person Like a like a ghost Like they like check you in and you get checked in And you come down and they're like who checked you in It's like this guy and he's like he's been dead for 15 years Anyway ah,
1: That's brilliant that's a great idea Like a shining <laughs> let's put him in the picture in the shining let's Yes yeah
2: forever Include him yeah Oh
1: my god that's a brilliant idea I didn't even think of that aspect when I was killing the guy
2: That he'd get stuck there Yeah it'd be perfect
1: all right so what about you
0: (sighs) okay so i debated back and forth about this i mean jenny weight sounds good but i think i'm gluten sensitive so that's a different (laughs) problem (laughs) so i think i would marry the hotel desk attendant because i would use my power for evil and just play all kinds of like is this a ghost not a ghost tricks on people staying there i would just fuck with everybody Mm -hmm. um so obviously i'd have to kill the maintenance man because he can't be telling my secrets
2: (laughs) (laughs) Catch you yeah
0: um which means that i guess i have to haunt jenny wade which uh maybe i could have helped her like not be at that place at that time so that she could uh, continue to live through the misery of her. Oh, death. I didn't <laughs> even think about that. You could see.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, but she has to suffer like her fiance's death. That's pretty terrible, too. But you know, you get over that,
2: though. Yeah. <laughs> you find a new, new. Yeah. Growth. We'd be besties. It'd be great.
1: So, would you marry the desk clerk before or after me and Meg killed him? <laughs>
0: I mean, maybe we could go in on this, and I could get some kind of insurance thing going.
1: Oh, because then you're good. then you're then you're married to a ghost, and then you're haunting another ghost. So yeah, if you're haunting, I would assume if you're haunting, you have to die, right? So is there there's some part where you have to die? But I yeah. do enjoy the I do the enjoy the double haunt too of of haunting Jenny Wade. Yeah, to be like, but the time travel aspect of being like, get down,
2: you know? <laughs> That'd be so cool if you can save, yeah.
1: Funny. I like the
0: idea of thinking like, maybe this would mean that I could somehow um, affirm reincarnation.
1: Cause That's maybe cool. I get to haunt
0: Jenny Wade and then I come back and then I'm the appropriate age to marry a hotel desk attendant.
1: <laughs> it's the Alyssa house. And then everybody yeah. being married because they're putting the, in the bullet hole there. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you make so no, many people I think happy. if I saved Jenny Wade, then it's just a house and people are like, what? No, knock this down. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. we need a target let's go
1: look at the most boring house in fucking Gettysburg Nothing. <laughs> I love it
0: I love that's it so awesome. much
1: that that story just reeks to me uh, the Alyssa Wade or that sorry the Alyssa Wade <laughs> now, now I am putting you in the house No, the the Jenny Wade house screams to me like this was the last house we couldn't charge admission for like yeah that's, that's why it's kind of like one of those things of like uh yes yeah, something happened here too there's a bullet hole in the yeah. Lady was baking bread one day and then uh, <laughs> and then uh and then a bullet. Uh you know, like they're looking around the room, but yeah, sorry.
0: <laughs> Everyone's like, this bullet is machined and I'm like recent. What's <laughs> happening? You
1: ruined my bread. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um Pat, this was excellent. Thank you so much for being
2: a guest. Heck yeah. This is so fun.
1: Thank yeah. you so much for having me. I I I could I could talk about ghosts and shit all day, man. We I could
2: too. <laughs> yeah, same. Where can people
0: find you if they want to hear more, other than the episode we're going to put in the show notes? Uh,
1: there would be uh, so yeah. I do uh, GDP live every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Facebook at uh, the Gross Domesticated Podcast page, and uh, I also stream live on Instagram at Baby Mermaid Productions. Uh, you can check that out, or you can check out past episodes on uh, my YouTube channel, Baby Mermaid Productions. Uh, where I also include uh, Falls Count Anywhere, which is another show I produce, as well as Proper abonics and uh, some other shows. So make sure you-
0: nice, nice, nice. Dang, you're busy.
1: Yeah, try. (laughs) (laughs) Now, now, just pay. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Meg, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter. The handle is the same. It's at Meg Gets Money, spelled G-O-E-T-Z. Nice, and you can Ooh. find me at
0: Alyssa Truz on lots of things, as well as all of my lizard and plant activities at um dot com and on Instagram.
1: Hell yeah!
2: See oh, yeah Thanks that so was
1: much. So fun. Awesome! Thank you so much for having me, guys.
2: Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Trzaskowski. The show is edited by Dan
0: Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true
2: scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has
0: been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records.